LOL Show. This week on the program, we're talking about the semi-finals. Oh yeah, baby. Here is your host, the one and only, Buddy Danger. Oh shit! I've got a semi. I've got a lookout. I've got a semi. Semi-finals are here. It's a semi-final week. You gotta get the energy up because everyone should be just having the blood pump through their veins. Let's talk about how the fuck we got here. Oh my god, what a mess we had last week. First up, Bape scored the coveted sub-80-point playoff win against Munchin' on Bunchin', and she'll now take her suddenly mediocre roster to terrible tally where... Oh, man, she's projected to lose by a bajillion points. It is not looking good right now. Speaking of not looking good, proper football. He continued his slide with a 60-point outing and a loss to Smoking Blunts in the AOL wildcard. Big TDs was right there behind proper on her way down the ladder, too, with an 83-68 point loss to 10-foot. Man, it was just brutal, brutal, gruesome. I'm sorry for those two. I am not sorry for hanging with Hernandez. She's doing it right now. The reigning champion of the most offensive LOL name. She demolished Fornicators last week. The price of that was great because he was the prince that was promised. He was 98-58 in the farm wildcard caters. Man, you really blew it. I'm sorry. He had it all right there in front of him, and he dropped it on the ground. Happy birthday to the ground. And so did Sax in the City. Oh, my God, she did. She dropped it on the ground, too. The Dax stack just disappeared, and Joe Gabagool was able to sneak through the wild card round in his first LOL season. That's amazing, in his first LOL season. Speaking of disappearing like Sax in the City, my Omega playoff chances are disappearing. They disappeared. They went away. I have no shot at the Omega playoffs because of my own undoing. And we'll get into that in a minute. We will. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's me, Buddy Danger, back again with another episode. This time it's Christmas week. You guys can feel it in the air right now, I'm sure. I don't know about your air. My air is cold. It's what we call Florida freezing. Florida freezing, anything under 60 degrees. Anything under 60 degrees, and it is freezing. You're allowed to say it's freezing outside. If it's 59 degrees and a little breezy, it's fucking freezing outside. And that's how I feel right now. Like you have to go like a couple last minute errands before Christmas. And you're like, ah, I don't know how the rest of you guys do it up, up the Atlantic coast. It gets colder and colder. I bet blunts up there in Boston. What is it now? Negative a hundred degrees. No, thank you. Oh my God. I can barely handle it here in Florida. And it's just 58 degrees. I'm waking up. I'm, I'm bundling up. I'm dressing for the tundra. That is Florida freezing. I, I, I don't wish it on my, my worst enemy. But what I do wish on everyone here is that next year, I hope we have a full load of people. I was about to say 24, but it's going to be 36. It's going to be 36. This cult is going to have a baby. Uh, aside from that, though, next year, you guys, when we do the holiday gala and we do the secret Santa, you're going to want to. You're going to want to participate. It was literally, I mean, other than maybe the big gay getaway, this was the most successful thing we've done. Maybe some boxes in the past were cool or whatever, but this, I think this had more to it. 
because of the you know individual gift giving aspect of it. I think it was really nice. It was very sweet. Everyone was very sweet. I thought we were all like very adult about everything. Or I see someone open a gift and I'm like, they're not gonna like that gift. And they're, you know what they did? They're like, oh, this is great. I love this. And they were just cordial about it because we're all adults. We're not toxic like we were just 11 months ago. <laughs> but if you didn't join us at the holiday gala, I'm not going to give away that many spoilers. I'd like to have some inside, you know, you had to be there moments. But I will say this. We had three awards. We gave three awards away at this. The first time we had a holiday gala, we gave three awards. Best gift. That's easy, right? It's like the best picture. Best dressed. And most ridiculous gift. And I'll tell you what they were. And you'll have to find out what the rest of the gifts were. Big Ballers had to find out a day later because I'm a piece of shit. Check that. I'm a piece of shit. Check that. I did not send him a gift in time. I can't believe that. I, I He made the joke, too, that I was the one sending the emails reminding everyone, buy your gifts, ship them on time. And you know what? I thought I did. I thought I did. We shipped our gifts, Bapes and I, obviously. We shipped, I shipped them both. Bapes got there all the way to Portland, Maine in like two days in the same exact box. Couldn't make it to Indianapolis in five. Why is that? Indianapolis, I swear to God. So, anyways, big ballers. He stuck it out, he stayed for the whole damn thing even though I was the piece of shit that forgot about him. So I slid him some schmeckles. He got his gift the next day. Everything was fine. But somehow I was the only one that fucked up because everyone else aced the assignment. It was perfect. I feel like everyone did their homework, even though we didn't give anyone any information whatsoever. We had people like gone deep, going back and trying to figure out what year it was that proper football first won his first championship. It was like he had to go and actually find out some information, make a decision, and then figure out how to get something over to London. Like the, the There's thought that has to go into that, and it's nice. It is. And I thought that the, the little get-together that we had was perfect. There could have been more on the line during Monday Night Football. That would have been nice because I feel like it was just like everything was locked up. It would have been nice if there was actually something on the line there. Maybe next year. Uh, but uh, I, I do think that it was a success. I hope that more people participate next year. And I think we'll uh, I'll leave it up to Saks because I'm going to let her take this over. I think she'll be great for this. But I think maybe if we have like a questionnaire or some, you know, short little survey that you fill out when you join Secret Santa, that might help the gift giving process. You know what you're interested in, maybe or sizes and things like that. But other than that, there was very I thought it was just going to fucking It'd be the worst thing ever. It was good. People weren't going to have their gifts other than big ballers and my fuck up. But no, everyone did everything. I, I, it was so impressive. So let's just go through. I'll, I'll give you three. Best gift. Caters. Caters got best gift. And it was the most amazing thing because this is the one inside you had to be there moment that I will give you because it was so impressive. So Caters had Shreddy Four Fingers and Caters sent him. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, he sent him a decanter. One of his, the main gift was a decanter, and that's nice, but he actually, we didn't even really get to look at that, because the joke gift was what got everyone to to vote for him. 
the the quote unquote joke gift was a signed Jackie Battle football card. I believe it was a rookie card. I'm not sure. He didn't have that many seasons. A signed Jackie Battle card. He sent that to Shreddy Four Fingers. Now he just at first Shreddy said, "Hey, I didn't I didn't get that packet. I didn't bring it with me tonight. I didn't know that there was another gift." And when Fornicator said what the gift was and how everyone reacted, Shreddy secretly had someone go over to his apartment, get the gift, deliver it live during the gala. This was all within 30 or 40 minutes. And then he opened the gift in front of us right there. It was an amazing feat by both of them, Shreddy and Fornicators. And it was a very, very well-deserved gift uh, or or win, I should say, for fornicators. He he got five thousand schmeckles for sending that Jackie Battle card. All of these awards, each person got five thousand schmeckles. Next award, best dressed. I personally voted for Blitzed and Sacks. They were matching pajamas. I thought it was cute, but no, everyone voted for Coheeds. And when he stood up, I, too, changed my vote because I didn't realize Coheeds was in a fucking onesie the whole night. He was in a Christmas onesie. Just the best. Like, so he obviously deserved that to go through. It was I thought it was just one of those bad Christmas sweaters. But no, it was actually like a full-on onesie. The dude had to, like, go and struggle to, to take a piss. You know, and not just because he's old and probably has bad prostate. But because he's in a onesie, crazy, Coheeds, 5,000 schmeckles, my man. And then finally, the most ridiculous gift, the man that actually did the whole delivery shenanigans during the draft to go get the Jackie Battle card, Shreddy Four Fingers, he had Big TDs. So he had to deliver a gift to Big TDs. She's in Charlotte. Uh, he has seen her logo, okay, on the LOL website. He took the logo file. It's the wild uh, skulls in the football helmets that you know sim- symbolize some big TDs you get it and he put it on a pillow all right that's cool it's a pillow and it has her logo on it it's a little uh it looked it looked like iridescent you know it had all these different colors it was shiny but it was her logo but just a second later she realized if she brushes the iridescent pieces the opposite direction a different image appears and it's none other than that of Frank Reynolds, Danny DeVito from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with a crazy fucking wig where he's being the, you know, art dealer, fake art dealer, calling everything a derivative. It was just like his close up of his face. Like it was the most ridiculous pillow. So it's either Big TD's, you know, ridiculous logo or you slide it the other way and it's Frank Reynolds with a giant white wig. So <laughs> I, mean, I, couldn't, I couldn't think of anything that would be better than that. I mean, there was some funny gifts. I will say uh, I personally was rooting for it was a foot cream or something that went to Gone Deep uh, from Terrible Tally. I thought that that was such a good touch on like the, the running gag of him walking too much and not responding to emails. That was like chef's kiss, the tally. Love that. Love that so much. So let's move on. The, I'll end with this. You've got to join the gala next year. When we call for signups, when when Sachs calls for the signups for Secret Santa, just think about it. All right. You're going to want to join in. I think we're going to have a lot more people. We'll probably have to do like a different style 
setup. I don't. It's going to be wild because I think this was really fun and people are going to want to one up each other. Uh, and we'll put some more speckles on the line to make it even more fun. All right. So that was fun for me uh, and everyone. And now let's move on to something that was not fun for me. And that was the Omega level. Now, last week we had the playoffs begin, the wild card rounds for same level and farm level. But the Omega level is a little bit different where only four teams make the playoffs. So the playoffs don't start until this week. So this week the playoffs were decided and I was left on the outside. Now, you're thinking... Lockshore was a lock. I've been paying attention to the Omega level the whole year. Some of you have. Well, I wasn't because apparently I wasn't keeping track of bi-week points. And I won't go down this rabbit hole. I think we're going to have some discussions about changes in Omega for next season. But this year, because of the way I worded things to my own detriment, points that were scored on a bye week during the season. Now, this doesn't happen in same level or the farm level, but in Omega level, you can have a bye in like week three, and you just won't have a matchup that week if no one attacks you and you don't attack anyone. You don't want to take the penalty or whatever. You could take a bye. Now, the benefit to it, as I incorrectly said at the beginning of the season, I shouldn't have. I, I, I should have bit my tongue was that your points scored on those bye weeks would count towards the final standings. And when you think about it, it really shouldn't. You should have to attack or be attacked for any of your points to be worth anything. Otherwise, what are you doing? You just, you know, you're at your home gym. You're just playing against yourself. That's not uh, worth anything. But that's what we did this year. So I had to go back, recalculate the standings to add in those points for all those teams that decided to take a bye or forgot about Omega. Okay, let's be real. And that put Hammerhold a little bit above me. I think about 40 points above me. We both had eight wins. I was knocked out of the playoffs. So that's fine. It's fine. I loved Omega. I think Omega is... It's it's the future. It's the future of fantasy. Uh, and it's here to stay. So let's go over the matchups real quick for Omega, just the playoff ones. There will be other matchups that are going to be scheduled, um, but they're just so you have something to do in Omega and for your your rosters or your, your cities to have some extra games in their data and their histories. But other than that, it's just these four teams. So in Omega, we've got Hammerhold traveling to Battlejack. That's Blitzed versus Fornicators, if you'd like to play along at home and you don't know. Uh, and because Blitz got in on the fourth seed, he has to travel to Battlejack. And I don't know if you guys know this, but Battlejack is an island in the far west side of Battleworld, where it's all the way out there. It's honestly one of the furthest places to go from almost anywhere is Battlejack's retreat. Uh, and Hammerhold is in the far north. Right? So he's going to have to either travel by water or by land. Either way, it equals an eight-point deficit. So Hammerhold, Blitzed, will be starting this matchup minus eight points. Minus eight. Now, Battlejack doesn't have any travel penalty because he's at home. He plays at home, so he's going to get his full score. So just knowing that on its on its surface level, I'm going to have to go with Battlejack here. Uh, but I will say uh, Hammerhold has been coming on pretty strong. He had a couple of wins at the end of the year. It wasn't just a points thing forever. I was... Lockshore had it by like two wins just two weeks ago. So I failed a couple of weeks in a row, and Hammerhold has really been, uh, you know, 
storming, so to speak. On the other side of the brackets, we've got Ballspire finishing in third, traveling to Higher Vale. Now, these guys are neighbors. They're right there in the middle of Battle World. Uh, so this was only a two-point travel penalty for Ballspire. So pretty good for 10-foot. 10-foot is Ballspire, ball uh, and Terrible Tally is Higher Vale. Uh, these these two have been at the top of the standings all season. It should be very close. Um, right now, it looks like... What are the projections? I should get the projections up here. Uh, you know the CBS app is slow. I just... I'm not a fan. It's hard to jump around through it. All right, so right now we've got Ballspire with a 55% chance to win, projected for 109 points, and Higher Vale for 104 and a 45% chance to win. Very close right now. Uh, yeah, we'll see. It looks like it wasn't that way. I am recording this during Thursday Night Football. Puka Nakua looked like he has already scored uh, a touchdown, receiving touchdown. That's really good for Bapes. I'll get to that in a minute. Kyron Williams, uh, 2.9 points already in the first quarter. So, yeah, so Ballspire with the early lead here in Omega. So that's just going to be a two-week playoff system, uh, and they will have to travel, you know. So we'll figure that out as we go. There's a lot of stuff that we probably should have ironed out before the season started, uh, but, you know, whatever, whatever. So what else do we got going on? Let's talk about what happened last week in the farm first. We'll go to the farm first, and we'll talk about last week real quick. Uh, and how we got to this week, and we'll talk about the semifinals after that. So we're going to skip the farm AOL. I don't think there's anything on it. It's not, you know, I did beat Shreddy by 0.4, and uh, I'm happy about it. It's fine. But that's not relevant. The farm AOL doesn't matter. Uh, but what does matter was hanging with Hernandez. Amazing. I haven't, I don't think Hanging with Hernandez has been to the semis. Maybe she has. I don't know. But this is really, really good. Hanging with Hernandez, 98 over Fornicators, 58. A 40 point wild card victory over Caters, who has been dominating the past couple of weeks. He won the major, right? Like, Fornicators was supposed to win it all. He had the cup right there. He had uh, the, the, the farm playoffs. He was coming in hot against hanging with Hernandez. I thought he could make it. And he's also got Omega going still. He could do that. But just this is a huge loss to hanging with Hernandez. Uh, let's see what he did wrong. I mean, just and I say that, you know, in jest, uh, most of uh, Fornicator's players scored in single digits. Saquon Barkley, four. Brees Hall, two. DJ Moore, seven. Devonta Smith, seven. Brandon Ayuk, five. Like, you can't win with that. You can't win with that. But over on Hanging with Hernandez's side, she had two of solid 15 points. Not much. But Josh Allen on the other side didn't do anything either. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 18 points. Not bad. Um, and Curtis Samuel on Hanging with Hernandez's squad, 18 points. And she had the Browns defense. Uh, she did bench Baker Mayfield with 37. You know, that, that could have made it even worse. But Hanging with Hernandez, moving on. Uh, moving on. Very strongly. That's that's awesome. I don't think she's going to get that kind of play from Curtis Samuel again this week. Uh, but you never know. You never know. And if I'm looking at the uh, the brackets here, hanging with Hernandez is going up against big ballers, so she's got to take it her A game. She's got to take her A game up against big ballers because you know he's coming with the firepower. He's got Brock Purdy, Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor. You know, I, big ballers is going to be probably – Favored to win this week. Um, but anyways, let's get into the next one. So the next one was, 
man, I I should really print this stuff out because using my phone is just it's not as good. It's not as good. So many little things I got to try and remember to do. So farm wild card. What else was that? The only other one? Yeah, no farm wild card. I'm sorry, the other one was Saxon the City. I almost forgot. Oh man. <laughs> Big stinker. The Dax stack disappeared. It disappeared. And she was unable to top Joe Gabagool. The ghoul got her. She got ghouled. Man. So what happened? Well, obviously it was Dak Prescott, CD Lamb. CD actually did okay. He had 15 points. But, but Dak Prescott just couldn't. He, he had one interception. He only had 134 yards passing. No touchdowns. Uh, six points was not good for Dak Prescott. The Dallas Cowboys got just mollywopped by the Buffalo Bills that night. It's kind of apropos, too, that they got beat by the Bills, who Joe Gabagool loves. Sorry, Sax. Had to point that out. So Joe Gabagool is moving on. Uh, he's going to go up against Booyah this week. Sax in the city going into the, uh, I believe, uh, second chance championship uh, bracket there. So that should be nice. I think she'll probably just walk away with that, I would assume. Um, but that's it uh, for the farm. Hopefully we get some more action this week. I think that um, I hope Booyah loses. You know, I tried to text him this week and he was just like, I'm working and I'm busy before work and after work and any other time you want to talk to me. So I'm not a fan anymore. I'm not. But I'll tell you who I am a fan of. AOL for life right now. I <laughs> just, I just don't talk about the Colorado Supreme Court decision around him. I don't think he'll like that very much. But he, he did like what happened last week. Last week, we had them on the show. We had AOL on the show. We had proper football on the show. Uh, and proper football, just like he predicted, failed. Uh, and he lost to AOL. He moved on in the AOL tournament. AOL is safe. He's moving on to the second chance championship now. Uh, and he is, uh, proper football is, I don't know. I think he's starting to accept it. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk to him in a few minutes on the show. Uh, but, uh, yeah, his his team is folding in around him right now. It's just in shambles. I mean, I, I kind of feel bad for him. It's just all, the worst luck in the world. Uh, but for the most part, for the most of the season, he had the best luck in the world. He did. So it was just bad timing. Um, he lost the AOL 76 to 60. So, yeah, he put up only 60 points. He's moving on. But that's what you get, man. You, you started, you know, uh, the Shakir guy. You said it was going to be his breakout game. Zero points. And what are you going to do? But on the other side, you know, a AOL also started Pierce, um, Damian Pierce, on the Texans, and he got had 0 0.3. You know, you could have won this game. You got beat by Laporta. You got beat by the tight end that you were making fun of being in the, the lineup. So it's just, you know, uh, very appropriate. I, I enjoyed watching that matchup. I'm glad that AOL made it. It made for a very exciting week for Proper football versus Spoken Blunts, who I will save the, the preview on that one for the interview. They're on the show today. Uh, so the other matchup in the AOL for the same level was 10-foot little person versus Big TDs. And Big TDs did not do that much better than proper football. She only put up 68 points. That's not going to get you very many wins in an AOL tournament. 68 points, uh, even 69. But 10-foot. Uh, he uh, he basically had it all on Brock Purdy. 33 from Brock Purdy. He had 83 points total. He had a couple of other stinkers. His running backs, 1.6, 2.3. You know, it was not a great showing from 10 foot per se. 
But it was enough to do the job. And Big TDs, the newest member, other than Danger Crazy, Asterix, she's moving on negatively. In the AOL tournament, she will be facing off against Gone Deep. Now, I don't know. I think um, let's look at the the chances here for her. Week 16, Big TDs versus Gone Deep. She's got a 52% chance to win. God damn it. Oh, man, that is just, it's just cruel. It's just cruel. She's got Geno Smith versus Browning, Chubba Hubbard versus Tony Pollard. This is just an all-star matchup of just a mess. Somehow CBS is projecting both of these teams to score 90. No fucking chance that that happens. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Gone Deep loses. I'm going to say Gone Deep loses. And that's just a hunch. I'm just glancing at this lineup right now. I don't think that he's got the Bears defense at the bottom. Uh, I don't think that they're going to hold up very well this week. I think the Bears suck. Uh, Seahawks defense, pretty good. I like to look at defenses when you're talking about very bad teams because it's those things that can make the big difference. I do think Travis Kelsey is going to have a decent game this week, and that is Big TD's number one weapon right now. And she needs Brandon Ayuk to do well, but that Baltimore defense, I don't know. I'm not sure about that, but Travis Kelsey should definitely do well. So Big TD's. Let's go. You can do this. So whoever wins or loses, I should say, this one is going to move on to face the loser of proper football versus spoken blunts. And we'll get into that in just a few minutes when we talk to them on the phone next. And uh, lastly, I assume, yeah, let's talk about the same level playoffs. The thing that is what everyone wants, the hammer. This is what it's all about. This is it. We're down to the final four. So how do we get to the final four? First, firstly, Bapes. Babes did it. I couldn't believe that she actually pulled it off. Um, I <laughs> Matthew Stafford is something else. I, I am so happy for the Rams. I used to be a lifetime fan for a very long time. I was glad when they got Stafford from the Lions. And they freed him. He did so well last week. Also, Joe Mixon did very well and Alvin Kamara. All the players that you guys were trying to trade for. They're winning for her in the playoffs. Now, granted, she won with 78 points, just only 10 more than Big TDs lost with in the AOL. That's kind of embarrassing. Sorry, I'll say that a little quieter so she doesn't hear me. It's kind of embarrassing how much she won by. It's not good. But Munchen, I'm sorry. You just, you bombed. You bombed. You had the Chargers defense in there, and they gave up on life. You started the Chargers defense, and the Raiders came out and hung 63 on your defense. You did get one point, though. Kind of impressed. It should be zero. Your defense should be able to go negative. Let's talk about that this offseason. The defensive scoring system is just... this. The Chargers defense last week should have had negative 15 points. Like, it should have been a fucking killer. You started a, a defense that got 63 points hung on him. You lose. You lose. Good day, sir. She also had Devontae Adams. He did pretty well. Trevor Lawrence was 16. Okay. But she ended the day with 61.5. It's not going to do you any good. So she's out. She's moving to the second championship. While Bapes is going to, she's going to somehow take this mediocre 78 and she's going to try and face off against terrible tally that the number one stunner in the power rankings like all season. And right now he's projected to win by a billion points. It's like uh, it was worse. Again, I'm recording this during Thursday night football and things are looking good here. This is it's playing out the way that she needs it to play out right now. Terrible tally has a 61 percent chance to base 39 percent. 
He's projected for a 104 to Bapes 91. Uh, but she has Stafford. He has Kyron Williams and Cooper Cup. And to start the game tonight, it was it was Stafford throwing uh, a touchdown pass to Puka Nakua, not Cooper Cup, not Kyron Williams. That's what she needs to have happen all night. It needs to be Puka Nakua all night long. And we also need to see Alvin Kamara get in the end zone. We'll see. I, I'm obviously, I'm going to project that Babes is going to win. But I do believe that I am legally obligated to say that. I'm sorry. I just have to do that. If I were betting, if I were telling someone else what to do, I mean, I don't know. He's got Jared Goff. He's got Rashad White. Uh, he's got, you know, I'm on St. Brown. I, I do think he needs to have Kyron Williams go nuts tonight. He, but his, his biggest player is Tyreek Hill. Uh, so terrible tally is relying on Tyreek Hill, and Tyreek Hill is, I believe, projected to be playing on Sunday versus Dallas Christmas Eve. I don't know, man. It's That's going to be very interesting. I think it really will all come down to how Kyron Williams does tonight and how Tyreek Hill performs, how his ankle holds up on Sunday. It's going to be a close one, man. Oh, man. let's If Bapes can pull this off, it's going to be a really good Christmas for me. It will. If she does it, it's going to be bad, bad. Oh, bad, bad. Oh, I don't, <laughs> don't want to go home, but something bad's waiting for me there. I don't know. The other side of the bracket, the other side of the bracket for uh same level fantasy football league. We first had, uh, let me go back to the screen again. I got to print this shit out. This is just not good radio. Not good. Danger crazy versus high decibels. Um, and we're also going to talk to uh, high decibels this week. Uh, so we'll save the preview for his semifinal matchup with Blitz for then. But last week, he demolished Danger Crazy. I'm sorry. I mean, it's just Walter's family. Coming it up with the victories here. But this time, he didn't win like Babes won. He won with authority. 143 points. Danger Crazy's 101. Danger Crazy, I'm sorry, man. You did a great job in same level this year. And to win, uh, you know, your first round matchup or to, to make the playoffs and to put up 100 points, even if you lost your first-round matchup, is just as good as winning. Like, that is an impressive season out of you. Uh, and, and you just hit a, a buzzsaw with Christian McCaffrey scoring basically almost 40 points. Addison, 26. The Raiders' defense scored 27. He Danger crazy had the Dolphins' defense put up 30. Typically, when I have my defense put up 30, I'm going to pull out a victory. So that sucks. That really does suck. But high decibels moves on. He's going to face off against Blitzed, and then the winners will face off against uh, Terrible Tally and Bapes, the winner of that matchup for the hammer. For the hammer. Man, it is getting close. It's Christmas time, and it's like, it's always, I mean, we've been doing this for so long, you know. It's always so gross, you know, the juxtaposition of like this cutthroat, fuck this person, I want to win the hammer, I want to win this money, I want to win the notoriety, I want to win the bragging rights to the season of giving and baby Jesus. It's a, <laughs> it's a little bit, you know, the juxtaposition of that is odd, but I feel like it's, I, it's not Christmas without it. Like, it's not Christmas if Rizzo the rat doesn't fall down the chimney and dance on the goose. Like that's has to happen before Christmas. Before I can say that it's actually Christmas, that has to happen. Somebody has to get pissed off about whether or not it was a sack or or if it was a fumble. I want someone to get mad about that. I want someone to lose by less than one point. I want someone to score 130 points 
and still lose. I want someone to be so, it just, why do I want that? I don't know. So let's, I was thinking, let's make it a little bit more lighthearted this week. And I wrote a little story. I feel like I got a little lazy last week. I just took something from Tim Robinson and just said, I just said it. And I just put some words in it. This time I made a whole original story. This is not even a derivative, as Danny would say. This is called the LOL Christmas Carol. In a small town in England called London, there was a vintage NFL gear shop owned by proper football. The one Brit with a passion for American football. The shop filled with decades-old dusty team jerseys was proper's pride and joy. Booyah having lost to proper in last year's relegation tournament due to a bizarre turn of cardiac events was now reluctantly working for him. The loss was particularly galling as it was due to a random heart attack on the field and proper, ever the stickler for rules and perhaps a bit of a British Scrooge, refused a replacement match. In the shop, Proper wore a Union Jack sweater vest and he bossed around Booyah who was knee deep in a pile of vintage jerseys that smelled suspiciously of Earl Grey tea. Christmas day, that's a jolly good excuse for a day off, scoffed Proper, adjusting his monocle. But sir, but sir, it's Christmas, pleaded Booyah. Well, all right, but be here at the crack of dawn the next day and no dilly-dallying retorted Proper, waving a cricket bat for emphasis. That night, haunted by his own misery, Proper encountered the ghost of fantasy past. It showed him the story of Holding Court, who along with her husband, Terrible Tally, faced relegation due to collusion. This story, a warning from the league's Illuminati, illustrated the perils of losing one's integrity in the game and having people bring it up forever. Proper was terrified. Next, the ghost of fantasy present appeared. A jolly figure in a fantasy football jersey, it showed Coheeds, who after being relegated had embraced farm life, trading farm stats for actual fantasy stats. He was now an expert in both pigskin and pig farming. Look at him happier than a Brit in a baked bean breakfast. The ghost chuckled. The ghost of fantasy yet to come presented a grim future with Booyah's untimely demise on the farm. His hipster Brooklyn upbringing didn't prepare him for life on the farm. He had contracted LOL fever and no one was able to bring him his medicinal malort fast enough. Proper in a fit of British guilt awoke determined to change his ways. Instead of donating money, Proper announced a whopping 1% off sale at his vintage shop. And in a dramatic turn of events, Proper purposefully lost this year's relegation tournament. Booyah, shocked yet overjoyed, won the farm tournament and was promoted. Proper, now relegated, couldn't be happier. He threw a relegation celebration party, serving tea and scones and jovially declaring, there's no more to life than winning and I'm shuffed to bits to be here. The community, once rife with tension, now roared with laughter and sportsmanship. Proper in his newfound role became the league's most beloved and humorous figure, often seen cheering on while sipping tea and quoting Shakespeare. Booyah, back where he belonged, played with renewed vigor and joy, embodying the spirit of fair play and camaraderie that proper football had finally embraced. 
And that is the LOL Christmas Carol. We have a great show for you today. Proper football is here, just like last week. So is High Decibels. But this week, we've brought along Smoking Bloods and Blitzed. Don't forget to leave a voicemail. 407-900-5305. That's 407-900-5305. And we will be right back after this with more LOL Show. It was the night before kickoff when all through the house, not a player was stirring, not even a grunt. Them nachos? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brady polished his helmet to give it a gleam, excited for game day with his brand new team. The offense was nestled all snug in their beds as Doritos and touchdowns danced in their heads. You're a very loud chewer. I chew how I chew. And Romo and the shadows asked his crystal ball if Lay's or Cheetos should be the next call. When up in her room, there arose such a clatter as Katie prepared for a defense to shatter. Away to the window, Bronco ran in a flash. He tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. Kickoff is coming. The pregame is here. Fans and players all decked out in gear. Now get the Doritos and get the Tostitos. Pour sauce, pour queso. Get the Lay's and the Cheetos. To the front of the sofa, run down the hall. Now snack away, snack away, snack away, y'all. Because kickoff is here. And it's game day, y'all. So happy kickoff to all, and to all a good night. And we're back. Time for another matchup rundown. We are in the same level AOL tournament. This is the one that you've all been waiting for. It's Bloods versus Proper Football. Oh, God, watch out. What's up, guys? How's it going? Was good. All right. Terribly. Terribly. <laughs> yeah, I guess I shouldn't have asked asked it that way. Is it's probably not going good for either of you right now. You're not enjoying yourselves. Blunts, you got the week off last week. Let's talk let's talk about that. You well, how was last week for you when you were in a bye during the AOL tournament? Uh it was okay. My <laughs> squad was decent, but like, you know, obviously not playing anybody. I just was watching other matchups. Um, obviously watching the proper and 10 foot or AOL matchup, I would have gladly, you know, accepted the AOL matchup, but that Dax deck scares me. So, yeah, uh, proper it is. And I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Wow. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'd be scared if I were you, mate. <laughs> I, I, mean... I knew, I, I, I knew I was going to lose the AOL. I'm not fucking losing to you. You're getting the full. <laughs> Full Arsenal, the original <laughs> team. Drew Ford after Chubby went down. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Chaffin who I kept in the ninth round. You got Puka, Puka in there too. Yeah, up out of nowhere. You got two of fingers. Jameson Williams finally. We know Pickens. Pickens has been awful all year, but new quarterback. Who knows? Maybe Mason Rudolph delivers at Christmas, just like the real Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's, Who knows? let's pause I'm, there. I'm going with my original team. It is original to minus Sam It minus looks Sam well. He, he's there in spirit. He's there on the top of your bench. He's watching over everything. Sam Howell projected for 15. He's not going to make the cut. Instead, proper football is starting Tua 
and Smoking Blunts is starting Lamar Jackson. That's a pretty good quarterback matchup for a semifinal in the AOL. And I'll just back up a little bit. Currently, CBS has this matchup as a 50-50 tie. It is 96-96 projection. Um, And uh, I'll also add to this. uh, You guys have a little bit of a history here. You guys have been in the same level for quite some time now. Any any guesses on what your series, your all-time series record is against each other? Prediction. I think it's the highest I've predicted all year. Ninety-six over the moon with that one. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. We have played each other. What? How many times in total? Sixteen times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be. Uh, I think it's pretty even, to be honest. Yeah, eight and eight, ten, 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 and uh, ten in. I don't know. Nope. It it's, would... it's probably down the middle, right? Eleven and five. Yeah. Proper football leads the way. Proper football has been basically carrying this rivalry between the two of you this this year though you guys are basically very very similar teams in terms of wins and losses and coaching rating and schedule difficulty and those things so that's i'm i'm sure that's why you both have found these these different paths to the same place it's not looking good but you guys have too like proper just said 96 is a pretty good projection these are two good lineups what what do you think I'll start with you proper why are we here why are, we here? Why are why you are here, here? I mean, and yeah how do we end up here yeah, let's just go go there. How did you end up here, Proper? What happened? I literally lost every game out of the last eight games, I think. If you look at the, even more than that. Yeah. See how many I lost in a row. It was unbelievable. I was second in week eight. Mm-hmm. I won it two years ago, and now I'm falling victim to my own relegation system. <laughs> Yeah, we we went over that. Bullshit. Yeah, but yeah, at the beginning of the I'm year, the left, I'm the I'm the left of, I'm the left the city of the same. The main league, difference. Is, sorry, I'm not going to say again. This <laughs> this week I'm winning. Last week I knew I was going to lose. This week I'm I'm winning. I'm staying up. What I'm, I'm sorry, seeing. I love you like a brother, but seriously, this week I'm going to fucking own you, mate. All right. So the difference between the two of you. You guys have very similar rosters. You're projected for very similar things. Your paths are different because, like you said, you were second in the after two or three weeks, but your luck rate was through the roof. You had a luck rate that was over plus seventy percent. Uh, but then you would look at Blunts, and Blunts had literally the worst luck rate all season long until he's kind of like Awful leveled luck. it out. Yeah, and he's still up there at like negative thirty. You're you're you are such I don't know a luckier how I ended up team, here, man. Yeah, I don't know because I had more points than. A bunch of other teams. <laughs> I had a better breakdown win than a bunch of other teams, and yet I couldn't get out of last place. I couldn't even finish eleventh. Yeah. I think I might have finished eleventh with breakdown wins. But point being, it's like I feel like my team, at best or at least at worst, should have been like ninth place, you know. And and somehow I couldn't get out of the basement. I lost for weeks in a row, uh, and I just never recovered from it. So it's a bit disappointing, but. Um, I'm not getting relegated. I'm going to whoop Proper's ass this week. I, yeah, I'm going to have to side with Smoke and Bloods on this one, but let's run through it real quick and see yeah, where CBS is you wrong. Would, you would. I, look, I, I'm just looking at the, the luck. I have, I'm a man of luck rate, and I believe in it, and I believe in the, the regression towards the mean. Your regression is going negative. Luck is, luck, luck is the residue of design. Okay? <laughs> I, mean, I guess. I guess if you want to look at it like that, uh, and if that's the case, then you are very lucky, uh, and there's a lot of residue. No, no, no. I haven't been very lucky, and but now the design is. No, I mean, the math. The math says that you've the been lucky. Team, 
The math says you should be even worse. You should have been the one with the buy. You should be projected for far less than 96. I, anyways, let's talk about this. Tua Tagliavoa versus Lamar Jackson. Uh, we got Tua. He's going to be at home against Dallas. Dallas looked a little sus. This is going to be a big matchup on Sunday afternoon. And then Lamar Jackson, he has to go all the way across the country to San Francisco. Blunts, are you actually going to start Lamar Jackson this week? Well, I don't have anyone else on my roster, so yes, <laughs> you know, trust my my running back quarterback. He's a running back at the end of the day, so I, I trust the, the rushing yards can help. True, true, true enough. All right, any any worries about Tua uh, against Dallas this weekend proper? We're losing him. We're losing proper. I think we might lose him completely in the AOL tournament. Let's just move on to running backs and see if he comes back. B. John Robinson and Jameer Gibbs for smoking blunts against Isaiah Pacheco and Jerome Ford for proper football. Not as interesting as the other two are the quarterback matchup, but I got to give it to blunts here again. You agree, right, blunts? I got my young man, my, uh, my, my, uh, it's a good crop. Right there, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I, I like it. Well, Bijan, so you asked him about last week. Oh. Glad I was on a buy. Bijan had like a 0.8 points last week. That won't happen again two weeks in a row. I like them both uh, in, in, in stadium, in domes. So I like that. No elements to worry about. Right. Um, Gibbs, I'm a little worried about because, you know, Montgomery sometimes takes the touches. He's yeah. not a little worried because Arthur Smith doesn't know how to coach. No, Arthur Smith is license. fucking up, man. He ruined my year. Arthur, I'm completely blaming he, him and that horrible mustache. Screw that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, yeah, I'm going to give you, I'm going to, CBS has given you the edge here by just a couple of points over, over proper's crop, but I, I'm going to say it's going to be more than that. I think Jameer Gibbs gets it rolling. I think Bijan, we, I've, I've owned him this year too. What we've seen is these, these doghouse games followed by a game where he tries to write the ship and then you hear me. Yes, we can hear you proper. You're back. He has risen. Almost. We're li- you're just you're you're on the fringe there, prop. Tell me about your running backs. Can you give me anything? Okay, right. I need to go around signal. That's the, I've got Wi-Fi, but I haven't got signal. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Okay, I'm a front. Oh man, yeah, this is his career falling apart, losing its signal. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you about his running backs. You got one of them that's not really a starter in Jerome Ford. Right. Pacheco is coming off an injury who uh, may be seeding carries to McKinnon and or Clyde Edwards to Laird. So that's my two cents. Sorry, that's not happening. That's oh, he's back. Laird, <laughs> I'm trying to find good signal. This is a nightmare. Is this better? It's, yeah, it, much better. You sound great. It is. You sound just as good as your playoff chances. And right now, it's not looking that good. And so let's move on. Let's move. Unless you have anything, tell me why you think you have better running backs. Proper. Well, here's the thing. It's not that I think that they're better. It's just that I feel like I owe it to Pacheco to start him because that was actually a good keeper. Yeah. Um. I, you know, Jerome Ford don't really have a lot of choice there because I'm trying to give some shit. Yeah. That's true. All right. So, I mean, what, what can I do? I got 
I got hit with injuries early and had to improvise at running uh, RB1, for fuck's sake. Yeah, you're losing this argument very quickly. So, yeah, so you're you're giving in to one and of these starts. And a wide receiver. No, you're starting Pacheco because you feel you owe it to him because he was a good keep. That sounds like a mistake. And then you say Ford, you don't even trust him at all either. Let's just move on. It looks like you do have an edge at wide receiver, potentially, all right? Proper football rolling with A.J. Brown. He's going up against that horrible Giants defense. Uh, and he also has Puka Nakua, like we talked about. He's going up against the Saints. They're both at home. Uh, those are pretty good matchups. Uh, remind me, Blunts, who's this Rice character? He's a new guy. He's at the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Yeah, Rashi Rice, the de facto wide receiver one in Kansas City. He does Got look him good. in a trade with Blitz yeah. at the beginning of the year. Um, don't even remember who I traded to get him. I think it was... Um, probably a the running back and it was an, yeah, there was a pick involved. Um, it was Zach Moss. I traded Zach Moss and seventh rounder for Rashi Rice and something else. But Rashi Rice is kind of that guy. He kind of always trust someone catching the ball from a home. I mean, if he's got the trust of one of the best quarterbacks in the league, he's going to get you points, right? Correct. Eight, eight targets plus in the last four games. So he'll be at home against the Raiders, and you also have Jalen Waddle at home against the Cowboys in that big matchup that we were talking about. But CBS is giving the slight edge here to AJ Brown and Puka Nakua. Proper, do you 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 feel confident in this this wide receiver crop here? I mean, no. I mean, George Pickens is yeah? as useful as Anne Frank's drum kit, but I feel like if he's going to have a breakout game, it's going to be with this new quarterback. And like everyone's giving him shit about the blocking. Maybe he's going to bounce back. Maybe he's going to get benched. It would be my luck if he gets benched. Uh, Nakua, I just hope, just gets has a good game. AJ Brown again, I hope, has a good game. Look at my other options. Not Neil much. Shakir was not it. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Shakir, man. Didn't show up. <laughs> Jahan Dotson, who I drafted in all leagues, was literally holding punts the other day. <laughs> he was a holder. They were trying him out a holder. Yeah, right? that's, that's Antonio not Gibson is a fumble machine. And Jameson Williams is, well, maybe he could keep it if I stay up. It's not, you know. Somebody else's it's problem. It's crap, bro. Yeah. My team, my team is shit. But I refuse to admit that I'm going to lose the blunt. All right. All right. So, look at that dude, though, man. He is. Look at that dude. We're big Puka fans in my house. My wife, she <laughs> loves Puka Nakua. Might get her a Puka Nakua jersey right. for Christmas. <laughs> Tell her to cheer for him on the weekend. I love that. <laughs> so, all right. So, you got George Pickens in the night. flex. Uh, me, 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 me and your wife can Skype on Thursday night. We can hang out. <laughs> yeah, a, little, a little Puka fan. She doesn't like foreign guys. Sorry, Robert. <laughs> I really, there, isn't, there isn't a more foreign name than Puka Nakua. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> he was here before us. He was indigenous. <laughs> so, I don't even know where he's from. Where the hell is he? That is, that is a very vague ethnicity. No, I just think puka shell necklaces. Like, where are they from? He's from wherever those things are from. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. George, George Pickens, you talked about him a minute ago. Uh, he is in your flex, and, and he's going up against a player that we haven't mentioned yet on Smoke and Blunt's roster, Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott is somehow projected for 13 points this weekend. He plays for the shitty New England Patriots, Blunt's. What do you think about this projection for Ezekiel Elliott? Well, I like it because Ramondre's out and he's also on my bench. 
so we're going to get the, those volume carries. I also like it, man. I like that ease. It's not going to be any ease for the proper. I'm not going to ease it in. Mm-hmm. Ram, it, Ram it. So just like fucking Ezekiel is going to get across the goal line. I like him this week. So that's true. You you did. Do you want to know a quick, funny, funny, quick funny story? True story about Ezekiel. All right. And it involves my family because you know that my my uh, what's it called father-in-law coached the cheerleaders, right? No, so his ex-wife oh. had enough. Had enough. Yeah, you knew that. Everyone knows that. Why? He was on buddy making the team, the cheerleader show. He was like the huge black drill sergeant instructor. That was my father-in-law. All right, the nightmare. Uh, anyway, so his ex-wife had an affair with Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, what? Right? And at the time, Ezekiel Elliott was going, was going out with this ha- famous hairdresser in uh, in Dallas. It was friends with my sister-in-law. And when my sister-in-law uh, posted a picture of this hairdresser when she came to London, uh, uh, like, so I was like, yeah, oh no, her mum, she was like, oh my God, this bitch was uh, the one that cheated on me with Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott was banging my ex-mother-in-law. <laughs> On the down, even though she's like seventy, which is weird. Not seventy, that's weird. Like, <laughs> but anyway, hilarious. Like when I was in the like Germany team with the Patriots, I was like, "That's so funny." I've got like two degrees of separation from Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, from Ezekiel anyway, Elliott's sex uh, life, uh, or just a couple of degrees of separation. You're you're zero degrees of separation away from him this week. He's projected to dominate against George Pickens in the flex. Moving on to the defenses again with a slight nod to proper here. He has the Eagles defense going up against that shitty New York Giants offense, uh, and then uh, Blunts is going to start the Bills, who is they're traveling to the Chargers, who look like they have given up on life. So both of these defenses are very good this weekend. Both good plays. I, I do think that this matchup is going to be close. Um, final thoughts, Blunts. Why are you going to win this matchup? Um, because I've had shitty luck all year, and it's time to turn it around. And I've carefully put my squad together and mortgaged my future. So I ain't going out like that. So I got faith in my uh, my goon squad. <laughs> All right, faith. Faith is the answer. Proper football. Your final thoughts. Why are you going to win this matchup? Well, uh, yeah, um, firstly, because I'm actually projected ninety six point eight, and he's projected ninety six point two. <laughs> so got the edge. <laughs> not not worried. And the, the fun thing is, there's lots of games on Monday night, so it will come down to. Yeah, that is I I mean, there will be another AOL matchup the following week. Whichever one of you loses, will get to have one more shot before you're eliminated. But this is the big one. You guys, one of you is going down yeah. to the final. So here's my prediction. Yes. Isaiah Pacheco receiving touchdown, not Rashid right. And instead of Rashid Rice, he should have started Drake London, who's going to go off. And then London beats him on the bench. That's the prediction. Ooh. If that happens, that's the greatest prediction of all time. Is that because you live in London that you think Drake London's going to do well? Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. I, I wish well, you both it. the best. I, I do kind of hope, like Proper said last week, I do kind of hope he loses so he can, you know, redeem himself for what happened what? last year. 
I'll say this much. Well, no, I've changed my I've changed yeah. my mind now. I want to stay up now. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to give this amazing roster to anyone we else. We could both end I'm, up. I need to. Up. I need to beat Blunt. Really? How? You don't. You don't have to beat me to stay up. No, if I beat you this week, I hope that you win next week yeah. because you're a legend, and we can't see you out on the farm like those losers. No, Gotta stay up here, right, like buddy. Or you yeah. guys just you both so set he, illegal let me, lineups let me, let me and then. <laughs> it's already been done. Do we, so do we do we do we play each other next week as well? No, we no, right? no. Yeah, proper. You're way disconnected now. It's a, you're gonna move on and you're gonna end up playing against big TDs or gone deep. Oh fucking hell! All right, okay. I need to be in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't right. know. I I've think. Got to go, yeah. guys. Of course you do. This is All the right. matchup. I've right got to go. I, I feel like if you. Um, this is it. Love you proper. This is the AOL, AOL for me. This is if I lose the blunts, I deserve to go down. I, I am the barometer of failure in this league. This is true. Exactly, exactly. You are you are the measuring stick of awfulness. For no, I love you. No um, reason. I love you too, buddy. And the and, too, and the gala was fantastic, by the way. Absolutely amazing to see everyone. It was every second. We should do it more often. We will. Right, right, bye bye. Have a lovely Christmas. Bye. Love you. All right, Bloods. Happy, bo- happy Boxing Day. Best of luck to you, Bloods. I hope. Uh, I hope you win this. I hope you pull it out. You don't deserve to be down here. It's just bad luck, bro. Thanks, Kamish. Talk to you soon. Later. Yeah, we're back. It's another matchup, and this time we are not in the AOL mess that that was with proper and smoking blood. So, my God, they are going to eat each other alive this weekend, and no one's going to win. No one's going to win. No, we're going to the playoffs, same level, semifinals. We are talking to none other than Blitzed and High Decibels this evening. What's going on, guys? Hello, hello. Blitzed, yes. High Decibels, hello. And uh, Blitz, let's start with you, man. I haven't had a chance to get you on the show this year. I uh yeah about that that's a little rude <laughs> I felt like I, it was I've on been, my list I've been waiting every week I'm like went checking my DMs a buddy did no. I miss anything sorry bro no I had to you know I had to get big ballers on the show before you I had to get sacks on the show before yep. you um yep it all felt very intentional you know what it wasn't to begin with but it ended up being at the end it was intentional but now I have to have you on the show because <laughs> you guys are in a very important matchup you are against none Force other than High decibels. He's back again this week. What's going on? You did it. You did it, man. You won last week. Are you? How was your week this week? Having uh, having won the wild card. Uh, it's still as nerve wracking as ever. I mean, because every time you score, you know, one forty plus, you're just like, well, that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was the peak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a tally this week. This whereas, past whereas week. me on the other side, I had to stare at my team crumble and score like eighty points and be so thankful for a bye week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but blitz, blitz. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. All right. Yeah. So that's that's where we're at. He nailed it. Um, And so both of you guys have had great seasons Uh, on the show. I've talked about both your teams almost an equal amount. You've been bouncing back and forth. I I will say, admittedly, I called Blitz to fraud all season long, and I feel like the math was there. Right? I mean, was I wrong? I know you're you're not in hindsight, but at the time, I feel like you had fraudulent tendencies. Sure. Yeah. I tried to be loud when fraud. So (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I, 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 but I do look back on it, and I was nervous all year. Like I'm so thankful some matchups swung my way. Yeah, heavy second seed, but heavy luck. But I, I, I definitely think there was a lot of luck, but there were also plenty of explosions and and good weeks. So yeah, it, it all evened out in the end. Uh, in the yeah, end, it did. I, I don't know. You're, I'm thankful how it all turned out. <laughs> your team picked up speed. Your team is definitely, you know, borderline deserving of a first round buy. I do think, like I said last week, that's definitely not an enviable position now you made it to the semis because of the buy but now you're supposed to win you're supposed to be the two seed you're supposed to beat high decibels you're That's the right. six seed high decibels and i will all right so let's get into the matchup let's talk There's about no that. miami heat coming in final seed maybe you know i don't know high decibels right now cbs says that blitz has a very extremely small slight edge i'm looking at the scoring <laughs> the tiniest razor thin okay. margins I, I 102 to 101. I know that there's some decimal points involved here, but looking at the scoring preview, it just boils it down to that. So we're we're talking about less than a point difference in projections, uh, and these two have been neck and neck all year, uh, but they have not been neck and neck all time. You guys have played quite a few times. Uh, if I'm doing the quick math, mm-hmm. I think 26 times in the past. Do you guys, either of you, want to take a shot as to what you think the all time record is between the two of you? I think he's got like seventy five percent win win rate against me. Wow, not confident. <laughs> I have no idea. All right, so the I don't CBS like beating Dubs like I, I, other people I beat up on. Kobe, he's an easy one to beat up on. Blitz leads the series seventeen and to nine. Seventeen Whoa, to nine. Yeah. Oh, I guess you are one of the ones I beat up on, Doug. <laughs> wow. Splash. It is not looking good, right? But this week, this week in particular, it is looking 50-50 right down the middle. Uh, both of you guys had very high coaching ratings. Your schedule difficulty, high decibels, had the most difficult schedule. That's probably why he's in the sixth seed. Uh, and Blitz had the fourth most difficult schedule, which is weird. I'm, I don't know how CBS does that. So let's get into just talking about this week <laughs> in particular. Quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes on Blitz side versus Jalen Hurts on high decibels side. They both have home games. One, uh, Patrick Mahomes against the Raiders. Jalen Hurts against the Giants. Both good matchups. Both are on Christmas Day. Blitz, let's start with you. How confident are you in getting 23 points from Patrick Mahomes? Well, I mean, how confident is anyone in the Kansas City Chiefs offense this year? They like, have taken a major step backwards. He's got that no Rice guy. Rice, whatever. He's yeah, there. Rasheed Rice, who I traded in that bomber trade right. with the smoking Blunts. Blunts is starting him this week. one of the no-names at the time. Yeah. So he's uh, he's doing all right. Uh, he's got Travis Kelsey. He'll yeah. have Taylor Swift. Do you think she'll be there on Christmas Day? Yeah, that's oh, girl. Definitely. Definitely <laughs> she'll be there on Christmas Day. Uh, that's, that's my, that's my ace up my sleeve is Taylor Swift being there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. That'll, that'll ruin Travis Kelsey's day. Yep. I mean, he, did you well, see him flop? That was a really ugly flop last week. It was a pretty bad flop. He's a, he's had a really bad year. Uh, Just ask Sachs. He's yeah. had a really bad year. Yeah. Considerably bad. And Patrick Mahomes is running out of options. So magically yes jalen hurts on but, high decibel side has a higher projection here yeah well i'll tell you that the, the jalen hurts i mean this has got to be the bounce back game you're playing against the giants all all they're going to do is blitz and you can't you can't blitz a running quarterback <laughs> as much as you know nope. you know the the defensive coordinator that everybody every announcer just loves to say his name 
a fucking million times every broadcast. Wink Martindale. Wink. Oh, <laughs> his name's not Wink. All right. Let's just stop calling him by his nickname. Maybe all these uh, Troy Aikman and whoever the fuck is up there is not going to say his name a hundred times. But he's good. They're going to blitz and he gets the ball out quick. And if not, he's going to get up in the pocket and get loose. So no more of these. He's three rushing touchdowns himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tush push, baby, all day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, both. That's, that's what I'm most afraid of. We could say what we want about CBS projections, but if we're just looking at the Vegas lines right now, Kansas City is a 10 point favorite. The Eagles are a 12 point favorite. And both of the over-unders are right there at 42 points. So Vegas is also saying that they're probably going to have similar outcomes. So let's move on. Let's call it a wash. Let's say Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, that's a tie. So running back. So on blitz side, we've got Derrick Henry and we've got uh, Jonathan Taylor. He's back. That's nice. All right. That's pretty strong. We'll save Maybe. the... We'll save the flex. I know you got another running back down there. We'll save that for the flex. Uh, but on high decibel side, he's got Christian McCaffrey and Brian Robinson. Now, on blitz side, Jonathan Taylor, do you think he's playing this week? Uh, I don't know. We're going to wait and see. The The practice today was apparently just like a walkthrough, but they said he was a full participant. Yeah. So he's got I a, don't even know. He's got a full projection <laughs> if here. If he's playing, he's in. Yeah. If he's playing, he's in. But what, what are but you going to if, if he's you've not, got? Then, you're going to have to move ETN up there and then, then probably. ETN's going up. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll figure out probably a wide receiver. It also sucks that Pittman went down with that. Crazy hit last week. I'm sure everyone saw the Steelers hit. The guy got his. Oh, yeah, that was rough. He got lit up, but he was like balling out at the start of the game. So I don't know if he's back. I also would probably play him. So maybe sit Taylor, play Pittman. We'll see. That's kind of the. the All right. Keep an eye on that. that. And then you have Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is supposed to be tractor seat those season. And I haven't seen it this year. You invested pretty heavily in Derrick Henry, right? A first rounder, I believe. And that, how do you feel uh, about I, that? I picked him in the first round. I didn't, I didn't keep him. Sure. At least. Sure. 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 Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's been, he's been all right. Like he's had some really good games. You know, he had like a string of 18, 20 point games. Uh, I think he can do it, but the Titans offense has just been horrible. But Will yeah. Levis kind of, I feel like, helped out a little bit. But yeah, but he's keeping the ball himself. The, Matt, yeah, that's very true. I don't a little know, more push push action, taking it away. So we're looking but at. I don't know. I, I, I have faith. I have faith in Derrick Henry. Yeah, he's King Henry for a reason. I I like to believe that. So CBS does too. CBS says Derrick Henry thirteen points, Jonathan Taylor twelve points. On the other side, it's quite a different story. On the other side, we have Christian McCaffrey. Projected at 19 best, points. Best in the league. At home versus Baltimore. High decibels. Does that worry you? No, not at all. No, I mean, it's Christian McCaffrey. I mean, it's me Baltimore. I mean, they're not, fa- they're actually not favored by very much. They're favored by five and a half points. Uh, it's a home here's game. The thing, here's the thing with the Niners is every other team, if you've got like a, if you've got a Derrick Henry, who else, who else do the Titans have? You know, nobody. DeAndre so Hopkins. Down... <laughs> okay. No, he's kind of a little <laughs> yeah. okay. nobody. Yeah. Nobody. So, all right. Lock down, push down on Derrick Henry, and we can stop them, make them one-dimensional. You can't make the Niners one-dimensional. It's impossible. No, that's There's very true. way too many. So what blocks. you're saying is they're going to lock in on Christian McCaffrey and Debo's going to blow up? Perfect. That would okay. be stupid. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of course that <laughs> if matters. Anything, yeah. You lock down on the, the air game that they have. 
and try to make them run it. All right. Yeah, I mean, most of McCaffrey's game is part of the air game, you know, with screen passes and whatnot. But it, Vegas is saying that this is going to be a high-scoring game. Vegas says over under 47. Uh, <laughs> slight edge to the 49ers in this. Uh, as long as he's not injured, McCaffrey's going to score points. I don't know if it's going to be 19, but that's what CBS says. And then Brian Robinson, 10-point projection mm. in a game that has a total yeah. projected score of 37 points. Um, how are you he feeling about this start? did not practice today. What are you going to do? You got um, Josh so, Jacobs. Well, he's on. Nope. Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Uh, Zach White. Uh, who else are we going to work with here? Well, I mean, Zemir, if Josh Zemir, I don't even play, know what that it's is. It's going to be Zamir White. Zamir White. You know, so. That's yeah, it's not gonna good. It's going to be Zamir White. Oh, it, man. No, no. I mean, he put up, what, 16 last week? He did. I do remember seeing that on your lineup. Uh, but no, I, yeah. That, that was against the crazy Chargers Raiders blow up. They had to score 63 points for him to score 16. Yeah. <laughs> Decibels. I'm not liking this situation here with Brian Robinson teetering on the edge. And you don't have anything here. You don't have. You need to go make a move. You need to go get another running back. I don't know. What move? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, look. So I, I oh man, hey, I always got Chris. I always got Chris Rodriguez. You know, lean back on. You know, that, that's going to be a solid five and a half points for me there, and I think that's all I'll need. I don't know. Okay, so let me. <laughs> here's how I'm going to. I'm going to consider it like this. I'm going to pull the flex into the consideration because blitzed has another running back down there and that's that adds to this so blitzed is covered at the running back position you have addison in your flex projected for 11 points wide receiver he's going up against the lions at home and what is sure to be a high scoring game uh i don't know if i had to give an edge here between the running backs and the flex i got to give it to blitzed even though High decibels has Christian McCaffrey. Are you are you confident in winning your your running back battle here this week? High decibels. I mean, including Addison in my running yeah. back squad, yeah, yeah, yeah. or like, yeah. then yeah. I don't know. I, I, it is going to be close. Blitz, are you confident <clears throat> in this at all? What what is your confidence level on your running backs? I I do feel pretty confident. I, I feel like all of my guys have pretty safe floors yeah. too. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, I feel like. We could get some zeros out of some of these guys over on the other side. The Brian Robinson but, scares oh, me. Yeah. For sure. I, not like, zero. Well, zero my is team five. My team is, is plus plus or minus forty. So that's like we <laughs> I have a way higher ceiling. Yeah. And yeah, a way I fully lower agree with floor. that. I yeah. agree with that. So it's all about, you know, how it all swings out, I guess. All right. So he yeah, he's got the spread of a shotgun versus the sniper rifle <laughs> of all these running backs. So let's move on to the wide receivers. On blitz side, we've got Mike Evans and Debo Samuel. Mike Evans projected for 13, Debo for 12. Uh, both of these guys also have home games. Man, it's pretty nice. Uh, Jacksonville against uh, Mike Evans up against Jacksonville and Debo Samuel against that Baltimore defense. I don't like that, especially on Christmas night. Crazy. All right. Over on high decibel side, he's got Amari Cooper. He's got George Kittle starting that tight end. All right. Um, CBS says the edge goes to blitz here, but I don't know. I think it's probably... This is tough. Having Debo and Kittle versus each other here, it's hard to say which way Brock Purdy's going to throw the ball. You know, or I'm also really leaning toward making a move there in that Kittle position. I, I just feel like starting what, what Brandon Cooks at, at Dallas. I feel like that's going to be that could be the you know so the I've got, Dallas I've got this, game. I've yeah. got so many tier like five wide receivers. 
that, you know, one or two of them is going to blow up or hit. So I just got to make that one move. And Kittle could put up three or he could put up 22. The over-under in that game is 47. The over-under in the Miami-Dallas game is 50. Pretty similar, but... Yeah, I could see Brandon Cooks or even Dobbs, you know, potentially. That's going to be a lower We're pretty heavily game. invested. We're invested in the 49ers game pretty heavily right now. Yeah, yeah. This well, is... We have five players playing on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a fun Christmas. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I mean, for one of you, for one <laughs> of you, it will. Mine. But even then, <laughs> let's let's put yourself there in the position. It's Christmas night. It's close game. And and one of you is edges out of victory. You get to experience joy for about thirty seconds, and then you get to go and find out who you have to go up against, and then you start all of this shit over again. So it's like you're. Oh yeah. I don't know, man. Re-rack I, it. It is. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna give. Re-rack it. I'm gonna give the edge here to blitzed. I think I, I think yeah, high decibels, man. It's just all dynamic and tinkering, and there's things that could change at the drop of a hat, like at the last minute. I don't know how to like judge this from a Wednesday right now. I don't know. I don't know. Are are you how late? No, I get it. Yeah. How long do you make, plan like, on tinkering? Two or three roster changes. <laughs> yeah. I I assume you'll be tinkering with this up until. Are we getting games on Saturday? I hope not. But you'll be tinkering with this all. I, I don't think so. Good. All I don't right. think either of us have Saturday. No Saturday games. I don't think there's any Saturday games this week, to be honest. Excellent. All right. So defenses. Jets going up against the cum handers for Blitz. That's a pretty good one right there. I don't know. I don't know if there's a better one. It's an over under over under of 37. Also pretty good. The Packers defense for high decibels going up against the pitiful Panthers. And the over under there yep. is also, also 37. And he sniped that off the waivers this week for no Yeah, no for bad. zero. Yeah, for zero. That's a good. That's a good. How get. is nobody? Is anyone else paying the... attention? Come on, guys, <laughs> help me out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, but you picked up the Jets, which is a good defense. But I mean, even if the Commanders lose, like there's a there's a chance that Sam Howell goes back out there and throws for three eighty. <laughs> no way. It's a home game for the Jets. <laughs> That is definitely not happening. Uh, Washington's de- they don't want to win. They don't want to win. And now I believe the Jets. Why wouldn't they? It, Ron Rivera's dead. I mean, he's not. <laughs> there is no reason to win. They're good. They need a draft pick. They his only. He doesn't care about draft picks because he's not going to be the coach next year. But, he's just trying to you know, get a game. I don't know. And Eric Bieniemy's trying to show that he can do it. And they're starting Sam Howell again. I think, he, and I th- he's what top five in passing this year. He is. Could, he he could blow them up. He is, but I mean, so was uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was always top five in passing too. He's just always on a shitty team, right? Like they're always playing Fuck from yeah. behind and they're slinging it. <laughs> That's what That's happens. Right. I don't know, man. I, yeah, this is a shitty team versus shitty team. I mean, this can go either way. They both will be trying to lose this game, so I think that it's a good it's a good defense to to have. The Packers too, though. The Panthers I also think are. The Jets are just a good D. They are. They, that, that's their strong suit, like for the team. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not the quarterback position. It's not Zach Wilson. Yeah, but they're <laughs> definitely. Yeah, not. but they play in New Jersey. That's gross. So do the Giants. <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, also gross yeah it's disgusting except for zach wilson's mom not disgusting but anyways that's another mm, likely disgusting <laughs> all right 
<laughs> I look, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be honest here, I want high decibels to win this matchup. If I'm oh, if that's I'm so rude. That's the rudest thing you've ever said to me. I, I will remember this. <laughs> it's look, I'm let's be real. All right. I'm playing favorites. But if I'm playing objectively and I had to gamble on this straight up, I I think Blitzed wins this matchup. Well, you know you can gamble on it. I have put some smeckles on it. I will. I will. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, no, I get it. I mean, like I, I don't have much confidence. Like after putting up that much, th- that many points last week, it's like there's no way you're, I'm going to do this again. It could happen. Uh, it could happen. The McCaffrey maybe, thing is, it, you maybe. have to hit Jalen Hurts and McCaffrey have to hit because I don't think you're going to get brian robinson or anything to replace him will do well nothing nothing will work there. no no i agree and, and honestly and really i think this this matchup is going to be way under projections and like if you were I to fully agree our, i was like neither of us are going to hit yeah. 100 <laughs> nope it's going to be a low 90s uh slug out right. that's what yeah. i think it's going to be i fully agree all right, fellas. Well, I wish you the best of luck through the holiday weekend and into the Christmas Day festivities. I'm sure we'll be chatting on Slack. I, I wish both of you the best of luck uh, in this matchup. Yes. And, happy uh, holidays, everyone. And yeah, happy holidays. Thanks for spending some time on the show today. Yeah. This week. Also, Blitz. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Later, guys. <laughs> See ya. Bye. We're going to throw a playoffs party in my backyard. Big screen TV, lots of cold, refreshing Coors Light. You kidding me? No. We're even going to play touch football with the neighbors. I don't care who you play. Coach, there's going to be girls at our party. You think we should talk to them about the playoffs? Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Playoffs? Taste the cold of Coors Light, official beer sponsor of the NFL playoffs. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Okay, okay. Don't talk (laughs) about playoffs. And we're back. All right. What a couple of good interviews there. Proper football, though. You're you're a mess. You're crazy. You're all over the place, man. Part. What time is it over there? It's so late. It's all you're out everywhere. I think he's got like the the nightlife lifestyle. Like I don't know, man. That left me behind half my life ago. I feel like I'm a hundred years old. I listen to him, and I feel like I'm a thousand years old. Jeez, slow down. I don't know. I'll tell you where he's moving quickly, though. He's moving quickly south in the brackets. We do vertical brackets, if you didn't know. He's going down quickly. It's not looking good. I don't know, man. And I'm looking at it right now. Let's look at uh, it. It's late on. uh, It's not that late. We're in the 9 o'clock hour here on Thursday night. And he's got Puka Nakua right now with the touchdown talked about that earlier you know that's three receptions 47 yards with the touchdown he's already got 12 points with nine minutes to go in the first half like that's pretty good that's good omens right there for proper football versus blitzed um i don't know if it actually will translate into a victory right now proper football has a 56 percent chance to win uh but you know I, don't, I would put it at better than 56% chance because he's got a player that has a dozen points already. And I would always rather have the points in my hand than have any sort of projection in the bush, you know, so to speak. I would always rather have the, the points in hand. 
because I think these CBS projections are inflated. Typically, we always get fucked. The projections are inflated. We need realistic projections. Just twenty five percent less than everything CBS says. I don't know. That's it's going to be a tough one for Blunts. Uh, he doesn't deserve this. If this is the week that Proper goes nuts and and scores one hundred and twenty five points, you know, I did I did say earlier I want the drama, but that would make me sad. It would make me sad. It would. I don't know. So we're also looking at the other side with Big TD's gone deep. Nothing yet over there. Keep an eye on that. Um, we also have Bapes right now with that Puka Nakua touchdown having not been to Kyron Williams and not to Cooper Cup. It's kind of turning the tides a little bit. She's up right now. Still projected to lose this matchup, but it's closer. It's much closer. Blitzed and high decibels. No one tonight, but like we said in the interview, they got a shitload of people on Monday, so most of their stuff's going to come down to Monday. This same level tournament is on fire right now. I love it. I love the same level tournament. The farm, man, I I am so sorry that, you know, uh, Sachs lost the way that she did because she had such a good season. Honestly, she's had such a good couple of seasons in a row. And to lose to, to a first-year player is a stinger, but I will admit... Joe Gabagool's not just any old first-year player. He has jumped in headfirst, even though the sign said no diving, and he knows what he's doing here. I can sense it. I can sense it. He pulled out a wild-card victory in his first year in the farm. I love it. He's moving on. This week, he's going up against Booyah. They don't have anybody yet playing tonight. Um, it's going to be a close one. It's going to be a real close one, but let's let's check it out right now. Um, Got to jump over here to the farm previews looking for Booyah versus Joe Gabagool. And yeah, Booyah, 70% chance to win. It's not even on the sports book right now. Uh, 30% chance from Joe Gabagool. It looks like it's supposed to be 113 to 88. I don't know. That's what it did say for, for Tally and Bapes earlier. And it shifted very quickly. One touchdown to the wrong person. It's going to look a lot different. Uh, on the other side right now, we've got, Big ballers and hanging with Hernandez. Actually, they don't have anybody going yet. So these the farm playoffs, slow start, no Thursday players. Might be smart. Might be smart. But nothing yet. And again, farm AOL doesn't really matter. It doesn't. Let's be real. It will matter next year, though. So this is the final year that I'm actually like enjoying my Christmas time. Because this time next year, I will be panicking. If I'm not in the playoffs, I will be in a relegation tournament. And all of you in the farm right now that are, you know, chilling with me, Coheeds, Tutties, all of us, Shreddy, next year, if you're not in the tournament, you're going to be in the relegation. This is going to be a tight time. So also in Omega, real quick, um, we said Ballspire versus Higher Veil right now, 57% chance for Ballspire to win. He had that Puka Nakua touchdown go to him. And Higher Veil, he also invested in Kyron Williams here. That's Tally. He invested him twice. If he If he fails tonight, man, wouldn't that be something? Kyron Williams just fails and Tally loses in the same level tournament and the Omega. I don't know. This will be a real dumb podcast since I'm releasing it after that game. Um, also, Hammerhold Retreat. Uh, Hammerhold versus Battlejacks Retreat. Hammerhold had to uh, had to spend eight points to just get there. So he's still, he's got a player. To, he's got two players tonight. Alvin Kamara and Cooper Cup adding up to only 5.3, so Hammerhold's still in the negative. It's it's going to be a long ways to go for him to overcome Battlejack. So I'm going to project it now. Battlejack's moving on. Uh, I don't know about the other one. We'll see. 
I think it's going to come down to Kyron Williams. You guys, if you guys are listening to this now and Kyron Williams did a really good job last night, then higher veil and terrible tally safe. If Kyron Williams didn't, maybe not safe. Maybe not. He simplified it. He put that one player on his roster. He simplified it for us. Keep an eye on that. That's going to determine a lot for terrible tally right now. That's exciting, man. This is it's such an exciting time of year, you know, for so many reasons. But um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, I'm just I've been so busy trying to get everything ready for Christmas and then having all of this go on. We got the holiday gala. I had to send uh, the gift to 10 foot through proper. And then I had to fuck up the gift. with Big ballers like everything's going wrong right now. Guy, I actually have I have. I have kids, if you don't know that. So, you know, Christmas around here is like a thing and we have to like do a lot of stuff. So it's been very busy. I went and saw Elf yesterday in the middle of the day at a movie theater because those are the things you do. You know, you just you got to do the Christmas stuff. So I got all the wrapping in the world to do still. I think Babes is done. I got so much wrapping to do still. And here I am recording a dumb podcast for a bunch of dumb idiots in playoffs that I'm not involved in. Thanks. Let's get to the one thing that you guys do like. Not me rambling any longer. I'll get to the one voicemail that we got this week. And you know what? I was mad earlier because we didn't get any voicemails, and then I got one at the very last minute. Um, I I get it. You don't have to leave a voicemail. It's Christmas week. I don't want to bother you with my friendship. But I did get one from a friend. I'm assuming it's a friend. I actually don't even know who this is from. Let's go. Just here. Watching Thursday Night Football, realizing that this game sucks when you have nothing to root for. Unfucking believable, bro. My team was doing great, and the fantasy gods fucking struck me down. I was favored by like 30. What? Did I lose the voicemail? Where'd it go? Down. I was favored by like 30 points and I lost by 40. How the fuck does that happen? <laughs> Anyways, I guess there's always next year. Yes. All right, guys. All right. I think that was Caters, right? I think. He, yeah. You know, how does that happen? It always happens. It always happens to him, too. You say he was favored by 30 and he lost by 40. It had to be Caters, right? I missed the beginning of the voicemail. I think it was Caters. Did he lose by 40 last week? He's against me this week. He's going to lose by 40 this week. I'll tell you that. Last week, Caters, yeah, he lost by, well, yeah, 40. Sorry. Yeah, that was pretty rough, man. Pretty rough. But, you know, Saquon Barkley, Brees Hall, maybe Brandon Ayuk. These are all good players, and they all scored five points or less for him. It's, that sucks. Like, to have that happen to you in the wild card. He went 15 and 14 this year. Yeah, yeah. he was he was originally projected to win 102 to 74. He lost 98 to 58. That is a wild swing. And that's what I like the most about these playoffs. <laughs> just, just fucking cruel. It is a cruel, cruel bitch, these playoffs. But that's how it is. So now we're facing off in the second chance championship, me and you, Caters, rivals forever. Next year, here we come. But hopefully he'll be able to maintain Battle Jack's retreat. He got the the major. He'll be able to stay in Battle Jack's retreat next year. He's got that going on still, too. Hopefully he wins that. 
But that's about it, man. You know what it is right now. It's about time for us to get the fuck out of here. You guys know what the deal is. Oh, so tired. So cold. Florida freezing. I'm telling you, anytime it gets below 60 degrees, I don't even want to go outside. That's when I actually put socks on. Normally, it's just flip-flops all the time. If it gets below 60, boom, socks on the feet. Socks on the feet. Walking around with socks everywhere. Now we got a new dog. I take the dog out to take a piss all the time. It's fucking cold, man. Just go outside and take a piss on your own. You don't need my help. I need to hold your paw. God, see, you're making me all angry on Christmas Eve. It's supposed to be the season of giving, and I'm over here mad about a dog that has to go out and take a piss. I kind of just calm down. I, I can't even imagine if I was actually in the playoffs battling against you fuckers. You're going nuts. But best of luck to y'all trying to deal with this on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day. Oh, my God. High decibels and blitz. Good luck to the both of y'all trying to deal with that. Man. But I'll tell y'all, Merry Christmas. Garbage.